Hello, and welcome to the Mentor of Life podcast by Dr. Shala Izzokoli. I am Dr. Shala Izzokoli, your life makeover mentor. With untraditional solutions to age-old problems, I help you create what you want in life, health, and relationships. Yes, you can have it all. Hello, hello, Facebook family. How are you doing? Hello, hello, Facebook family. How are you doing tonight? Today is the third day of my three-day live stream series titled Self-Love and the Doctor Mom. And today's um, live stream is titled You're Not Lazy, Perfectionism is Killing You. Um, So to every doctor, mom, (laughs) doctor or mom, human anyway, that has thought for a second that they're lazy because they feel tired or they, um, there's so much to do and so little time, it seems. Um, I want to tell you this. You are not lazy. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not lazy. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not lazy, Dr. Mom. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not lazy. You are probably time pressured, energy depleted, and quite possibly boundary deficient. Again, maybe not your fault, but um, you're not lazy. But perfectionism will have you believing that you're lazy. So today I'm going to talk about uh, five points um, which will prove to you (laughs) that you're not lazy and how the dangers lie in perfectionism. Now, number one, perfectionism will have you believe that you're lazy even when you work 12 to 18 hours or more. Um, I remember I have a client, um, client just joined one of my programs recently and we're trying to break down her day. And, you know, it turns out that her her, her work day is pretty much from an 11 hour work day. Right. So. When you look at your day, but maybe you're thinking, oh, well, I start work at eight and I end work at five. Um, let's say, for example, you're an outpatient or, well, I have 12, I have a 12 hour shift for seven days. And then for the next seven days, I don't have um, shifts. So why am I not doing more? Okay. Perfectionism is a zero sum game in which you are not the winner. Perfectionism will have you thinking you're lazy when you're not actually lazy. You just have a lot of things to do. And facing up to that fact, the person that has a lot of things to do needs a lot of time to rest, needs enough downtime to be able to recover and get back to doing those things that you normally do to run your life. So if, if, if you're a person who has um, perfectionistic tendencies, remember that's what's driving this thought of thinking, oh, I'm lazy or well, think people are saying things like, oh, this is the pandemic. I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing the other. But the truth is that, you know, you're, you're not, you're not lazy. If you're a physician and a mom, you have two full-time jobs already. Those are two jobs that you pretty much don't take a break from. How about giving yourself from some grace and telling yourself, I am not lazy. Now, if you don't take anything from this life tonight, take that away. You're not a lazy person. If you can become a doctor and if you can be a functional mother, you're not lazy at all. You know, it's just the fact that the perfectionism that we you that is necessary from in medicine because you have to save lives. So you have to be as close to perfect as possible. It doesn't work for the rest of life. But what happens we apply it to everything in, in life and perfectionism colors everything. And what happens then? We're not happy. 
We constantly feel we're behind the eight ball and we constantly feel that we're lazy and we can never get anything done. That's a horrible, horrible way to live. Hi, Nazi. How are you? My hair, you like it? Thank you. <laughs> it's a horrible way to live. Imagine working every day for 12 hours or more and still coming away with the feeling not like I'm a superhero, but I'm lazy. Perfectionism is what's having you believe that. It's a false belief and you need to reject it. Now, one of the things, this is one of the things I'm going to be unpacking in my um, self-love course for Dr. Moms that is starting next week, Tuesday. I'm going to post the link, so sign up. Um, we're, going to be, we're going to be unpacking all of that stuff. I'm awesome. Thank you. Yes, perfectionism is a horrible way to live because perfection is not possible. Excellence is possible. Progress is possible. And excellence is not perfection. Excellence is doing the best you can with what you have. That's it. So all you have to do is wake up every day and do the best you can with what you have. And by what you have, it's time, energy, resources, money, whatever. Not just time. Self-love. Yes, we need self-love. Because self-love will help you drop that uh, burden of perfectionism. Self-love helps you drop the burden of perfectionism because you love yourself. You get to know yourself. You get to love yourself. You get to be comfortable in your own skin. And you get to just live life without trying to be perfect. That's what self-love would do for you. Now, number two, perfectionism will have you thinking that you cannot afford to rest. Excellence is the best we can do, exactly. Perfectionism will have you thinking you can't afford to rest. And that's why a lot of people don't build rest into their day. They just work and work and work and work and work until they collapse in bed tired. That's not rest. That's like, you know, your body is like, shut down, get out, you need to sleep. Thank you, Yolanda. Perfectionism will have you thinking that you cannot afford to rest. But let me tell you something. You cannot afford not to rest. Because if you don't rest and something happens to you where your body literally shuts down, guess what? You may end up being in the hospital. You may end up in some kind of emergency where now everything is really falling apart because the person that's holding up everything is gone, at least temporarily. You cannot afford not to rest. But perfectionism will have you, every time you sit down to take a breather, will be like, ha, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done that? Have you done that? Let me tell you something. There's a saying that goes thus. I don't know if it's a real saying, but whatever. You are ever tidying your house and you will ever be tidying your house. Yes. How many of you know that to be the case? As long as you are living in a house, you will be tidying it every single day as long as you are alive. So knowing that there's always going to be work to do, realize that you cannot do it all in one day. And when you take a stance of self-love to approach your own life, these things become easier. So you're not fighting with yourself like, oh, I'm going to, I, I, I'm going to rest. I'm going to, you know, you, now you're resting out of anger and resentment. No, rest should be just a natural part of your body body rhythms and your life because you need rest you need downtime you need times where you're doing nothing i actually made this deal with one of my clients i said every day for 30 minutes do nothing so how can i do that i have this work i have that work i said work will, the work will always be there and if you take 30 minutes and rest guess what will happen the work will still be there when you go back and if you don't rest, the work will still be there. 
If you die on your job, they will post your job before they post your obituary. The work will always be there. The work will continue. Therefore, if perfectionism is telling you that you cannot afford to rest, please ignore that voice. Come into, our, come into my course, Launch Your Happiest Life series, and learn how to love yourself so that things like perfectionism won't even be a part of you anymore. So you won't feel guilty about resting because that's what perfectionism does. Perfectionism leads to guilt. Guilt in like stupid things. Mom guilt. Oh, you haven't done this. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. Guilty. But guess what? Because perfectionism is not required, guilt is unnecessary. You're, there's no, you know, there's no prize for being perfect. And, and there's also no prize for overworked uh, person of the year. No. Now, number three. Number four, yes. Number three. Um, little story. A few years ago, somebody who is somebody I know she, I had to sit her down and talk to her because she's the one that she will run herself ragged until she gets sick and then have to and just collapse and have to take a lot of time off. So I was having this conversation with her and talking to her about how she needed to take better care of herself. Do you know what she said? She said, oh, have you read this book? It's called Sleep is for Suckers. I said to her, because, you are, because of that title of the book, I will not read it. Sleep is for suckers. You know, that's some wounded masculine energy right there. Let me not go into all of that. But sleep is not for suckers. Sleep is for productive people. I said job posting before obituary. Yes, this happened to somebody I worked with. She died on Saturday. On Monday, they called her supervisor and said, post her job. The, say, the following Monday. Yeah, and I was there when it happened because her supervisor broke down crying. Yeah, so it's, it's true. It's not like, oh, we're not, it's not just a saying. It is actually true. They will post your job before they post your obituary. Sleep is not for suckers. Sleep is for sensible people. Sleep is for humans. You cannot function without sleep, without rest. And going around saying like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Oh, don't worry. No, I used to say that. That used to be, I, was, I, I, I can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> if you don't sleep, you will soon be dead. Sleep is for suckers is not on my reading list either. So the, the perfectionism will make you start thinking things like that. You know, if only I can be more productive. If only I can drink this extra cup of coffee. No, 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 honey. Go to bed. Tomorrow the work will still be there. And I find, you know, doctors, uh, when I'm going to say, let me just say women in general, carrying these heavy burdens of you have a job, maybe you're in school, looking after kids and a family, and still not feeling like they're good enough. So there, there's no strategy for that other than learning to actually love yourself and seeing yourself as a human being rather than seeing yourself as a machine. Self-love will teach you how to see yourself as a human. And to apply the way you love other people and you show compassion to other people, to show it to yourself and see yourself as a person and not just a robot, a, a, a robot made out of bone in a meat suit, <laughs> piloting brain tech. <laughs> You're a person, a human being, not a human doing. Number four. Perfectionism will have you feeling guilty about the rest you take. So first of, first of all, perfectionism tries to uh, make you think you can't afford rest. But then when you not finally get to rest, oh, I watch Netflix for one hour, I feel guilty. I'm like, feeling guilty for what? Did you kill somebody or did you rob a bank? 
Somebody help me. This is bad. This is bad. If you feel guilty about resting, it's bad. And, and here's the thing. It's not your fault. So when I say things like it's bad, I'm not blaming you if you, if you are prone to such thoughts. It's not your fault. It's perfectionism. And perfectionism does not have to exist inside of you. It doesn't have to exist inside of you. It doesn't have to be a part of you. Oh, I'm such a perfectionist. That's not something to be proud of. It is not. So when you do finally take rest, your mind is spinning and think of oh, all the things you have to do. Guess what? When you're, if you're resting and let's say watching TV, hanging out, you know, doing some restful thing like, I don't know, knitting, if you like to knit, I don't know how to knit. So, or whatever it is you want to do, coloring, crafting, knitting, resting, some restful thing. When your brain is thinking about all the things you have to do, guess what? You're technically not resting. So you're doing those things without actually doing them. You might as well mindfully rest, face your rest, and then get up and do those things when you are actually refreshed. But perfectionism will not let you have that joy. And what do you do? You replace perfectionism with self-love. Because self-love will, will help you see yourself as a human that you are. In all your beauty and vulnerability and your humanness and your tiredness and you're not being a machine. You are not a machine. Perfectionism will help, will have you think you're a machine, but you're not. So you're not lazy. Now, perfectionism is like a fake person and a fake identity that no one can live up to. A lot of times I hear people saying things like, oh, I'm sure other people do this, that, the other, the other. And they, they make this list of this perfect person or perfect parent doing these things, right? And now... So you ask them, give me an example of this person, right? If they have such an example and you happen to talk to that person, guess what? That person also has an example of this perfect person that they're looking up to. And sometimes the perfect person is a, 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 a humanoid, I'm going to use that phrase, of our own construction and making. One day I was actually in a coaching session and I asked, somebody was talking about how these people, and I, I said, who are these fictitious people? <laughs> Yes, I'm a tough love kind of coach. I'm not the warmest. I'm not, I, I, you know, I do warm and fuzzy when I have to, but I'm the tough love kind of person. So if you are thinking of signing up with me, this is what you're going to get. <laughs> it's all, it's tough, but it's love. <laughs> there is no perfect person out there. there. It doesn't exist. Because when you finally meet them, guess what happens? They have some... Per ideal perfect person they're looking up to. Perfectionism is a zero-sum game and you are not the winner. So don't let, don't be driven by perfectionism. Instead, be driven by self-love and let that, you know, uh, help you set, set reasonable standards and reasonable targets for yourself. You can't do everything. And it's okay. And even if you have things to do, they can't all be done in one day. They will never be done in one day. Like I said, you're, you are tidying your house now. Tomorrow you will tidy it again. The next day you will be tidying it again and again and again and again and again. Some things never end. So if you're waiting for your work to end before you rest or before you have this mentality of, look, I'm a human being, not a human doing, you will never rest. 
you will never rest. So, to recap, you are not lazy. Number one. Let me see the comments here in the chat. Uh, even machines break down, I need rest too. A absolutely, even machines break down. But it's so funny, people like to think they're like the super machine that will never break down. One day, just break down and that'll be it. Ooh, somebody says, a partnership in fruition. Sure, why not? I'm always eager to collaborate with, with people who want to collaborate with me. With people of shared values. Now, I'm going to recap. Number one, perfectionism. You are not lazy. Your problem might be perfectionism. One, perfectionism will have you believe you are lazy even when you're working 12-hour days. Perfectionism will have you thinking you can't afford to rest. Perfectionism is what makes uh, phrases like sleep is for suckers. Sleep is not for suckers. Sleep is for you and me. Perfectionism will now have you, when you finally take rest, perfectionism will have you feeling guilty about the rest you take. And perfectionism is a fake person, a fake idea that no one can live up to. How do you defeat good, bad ideas like perfectionism? Good ideas like self-love and seeing yourself as a person worthy of love, of compassion, and of care. So in my upcoming uh, course, I'm going to be, our, our first module is going to be talking about how to practice self-love and compassion. Because it's easy to tell people, well, don't, don't be a perfectionist, just love yourself. And the next question is how? I still feel I have to do this. So I'm, I'm going to be breaking down the how. Then number, the second module is talking about ditching Dr. Mom guilt once and for all. So by the time you're done, no more guilt. Guilt is not going to be a part of your life anymore because it's unnecessary. Number three, module three is um, Dr. Mom, imposter syndrome, and how to banish that every turn. And that's when we will be talking about perfection and, you know, um, perfectionism and how to get rid of all of that. Module four, how to have total peace of mind in spite of busyness. Number five, children do not make the rules, setting effective boundaries with your children. So. I will be putting the link in the comments, sign up. So now here's the thing. If you're watching this, it's like, well, I'm watching this. I'm not a doctor. If any of these modules resonate with you, join the course. Because doctor or no doctor, you will get something from it. My book, Physician Heal Yourself, I wrote it for doctors. But here's the weird thing. Most people who buy it, who have reviewed it and read it, <laughs> they're not doctors. And they're not doctors and they're not women. So if you find something in there that resonates with you, you are absolutely welcome to join. We'll be in a Facebook group. We're going to share our wins. It's going to be via Zoom, recorded calls. You'll have lifetime access to the calls anyway, so you can watch them again and again. So once you, you join, you'll never lose them. So um, yeah, join us. I'm going to put the link in the comments. And today is the last of my three-day live stream series. If you want to watch the replays, you can scroll through my uh, page to watch them. They're up. Or uh, I will be posting a link to my YouTube channel and you can watch them there. I'll also be posting them on my podcast. You can listen to it there. So, um, and if you feel, well, I'm not a doctor. I don't want to do her course. Tell other people. 
You know, most people know a, a, a physician who's a mom as well. And a lot of people these days know a physician or two who is struggling in some way with, um, you know, balancing everything and constantly coming up feeling inadequate. This, by the time you're done with this course, you will not have feelings of inadequacy anymore. You will learn to love yourself, balance your life and put everything together so that you just live a happy life. That's why it's called launch your happiest life. If you weren't living a happy, you, you'll be able to say before and after the launch your happiest life. So today, <laughs> I wasn't in my happiest life. And then after launch your happiest life, my life got happier and happier and happier, better, more productive, more. I was, I gained more confidence. I made more money. I made more impact. I slept more. Yes. How can you do all of that? You can absolutely do that with the principles that I'm going to be teaching in my course. So join me. I'll put the link in the comments and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Mentor of Life podcast, your one-stop shop for innovative solutions in life, health, and relationships. My little piece of the internet is shalaezeokoli.com. That's S-H-O-L-A-E-Z-E-O-K-O-L-I.com. There you can find links to my social media pages, sign up to work with me, or invite me to speak at your corporation, conference, or other event. Thank you so very much for listening. Until next time, remember, yes, you can have it all.